0: A new year brings a new beginning. For all my listeners that own a business, I want to tell you about FedEx Office. If you're just starting or have been running your own company for generations, FedEx Office gives you the best way to print marketing materials, posters, signage, graphics, and so much more. With FedEx, creating, editing, saving, and ordering are fast and easy. We're teaming up with FedEx and PodGo to bring you, our listeners, 30% off our next order of $100 or more at Podgo.co/FedEx. That's podgo.co slash FedEx For 30% off your next order FedEx, the world on time
1: Yeah, Mr. Chaos Boots to the face Let's go We just sit back and laugh and tell them top that Competition is missing, you know they died off Every shirt they put to work is looking fly, boss We want the best in audio, there's nowhere to go Another episode right now, stop the show
0: Welcome it's Blue to the Face, episode 124 I'm Chris Rucker, along with Marty Vasquez Here on Valentine's Day and Marty, before we get into all the plugs and shit, I just want to say I'm tired as fuck.
2: Oh, that makes two of us. I'm glad you said that because I was waiting for you to ask me how I was doing, and I was gonna just tell you that I'm exhausted as all hell. Like holy shit. Um, so yeah, look at that. Boots of the Face 124 coming to you from sleepy, exhausted. But we're not gonna phone this bitch in because we're gonna still gonna come at you full speed. So. Don't, don't go fall asleep on us. I pulled a muscle time? in my Why?
0: back sometime at work this week. Oh. And uh, That's what happens when you yeah. get old. And I haven't really... I haven't been sleeping uh, too well. Last night, me and my wife were watching TV. And like 8.30, I got... Some kind of way, I got comfortable on the couch. And I just fucking passed out. And I woke up to her like turning the TV off and leaving. I'm like, what are you doing? We're watching TV. She's like, you were snoring. <laughs> <laughs> and so... I was like, okay, cool. And next thing I know, it was 1 a.m. So I get up, and now I'm like wide awake. So I come downstairs. I play like three or four games of Madden, getting my ass kicked by a couple 12-year-olds. Uh, I watch like old WCW stuff, and just couldn't. Finally, about 6 o'clock this morning, I forced myself to come to sleep. And now I'm like, I wish I would have went to bed around 4 instead of 6, because I could use a couple more hours. But... Other than that, man, that's it. That's the only reason I'm really tired. Like, I haven't been sleeping well because my back is really fucked up. I'm taking a day off at the gym, finally. I was going to try to push through it and, like, get all my activity rings closed on my Apple Watch every day this month. But I'm throwing in the towel. Like, there's nothing I can do. I'm in fucking pain.
2: Pain. I, uh, so I'm not going to lie. I may have slipped and fell a couple weeks ago. Um... Like there, it oh, rain. is that when you saw your woman? You slipped and fell in love. <laughs> oh, it's cute. Um At the same <laughs> time, I uh my shoes like I I, have my, I wear cowboy boots to work, and there was some water like outside the store, and I and I, and I went to turn around um, when I I went to turn around grab something. And like my foot loss, it's like my, I just lost my footing and my foot slipped. I just fucking fell and eat shit. Like my whole leg, my arm, my ankle's already been, my, my ankle's always been messed up. Um, so it's already been hurting, but then like, damn dude, like that. And like, I'm pretty sure I like might have like somewhat fractured my wrist because that bitch, Ugh. oh dude, I can't, I can't, I can't even open a fucking jar with my hand. It sucks. Um, and so that's always been an issue. You can't like, do what? Like open a jar. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and it's been a pain in the ass, and it's like even like trying to grab anything or hold the baby with that hand, it just it doesn't work. Uh, it sucks. But like uh, been the uh, haven't been having too much issues sleeping. Just my hours I sleep are just ridiculous, and like this we're it's a holiday weekend, so extended hours. I worked late last night. Got home. Uh, we've been like watching some shows, older shows that Sarah's never watched. So. Uh, we just finished How I Met Your Mother a couple nights ago, Friday night, and we've also been watching Dexter. And so, like, last night, we got a couple Dex- episodes of Dexter in, and I was, like, falling asleep on the couch. And I'm like, all right, well, it's time to go to bed. So I go to the bed, and what do you know? It's the exact same time the baby decides, oh, you know what? I want to have a conversation right now. Uh, so <laughs> 2 o'clock in the morning, uh, he's just wide awake. So I, I'm pretty sure I went to the bed the same time you did, uh, if you went to bed at six o'clock that means three o'clock my time so it 's about the same time uh, and then I, yeah. I I text you when I woke up to put to send out the notes and I, whenever i send i don't know. whenever my process is I always finish watching wrestling like whatever left over on Saturday night. And then Saturday morning is when I send the notes out, because I wake up, and then I will put my notes together, and then I'll look for any, like, final news articles or anything that came through, just so we have, like, the most up-to-date stuff that we talk about. I send it to you, and then I, like, I fall asleep for like, another 30 to 40 minutes. And then, because then once I get up, I get up, get ready, and then we do record, and then I finish getting ready for work and take off. Um. So, yeah, I went to bed around 3 o'clock last night, finally, and woke up at 6 o'clock. So... I am exhausted, to say the least. Yeah,
0: we sound like such a fucking depressing podcast <laughs> right now.
2: <laughs> uh, uh, tell tell
0: <laughs> tell people where they can find all of our shit at.
2: You can find us on Instagram at boot to the face underscore as fine as well as Twitter and boot to the face, and you can find us anywhere you can get your podcast, whether it's iHeart, Google Play, Spotify, iTunes. I did I, say I, I think I said iHeart, uh, Spreaker, yeah. Full Press. Um, download the app, like us, share us, retweet us. Um, you can find us on all those fun places and we appreciate you doing so.
0: So Marty, since last we spoke, we've crowned a Super Bowl champion. We did. And I don't oh, know about you, but I really thing? don't give a fuck about talking about it.
2: Good. Cause I, was <laughs> I could that, really, if you notice it was nothing on the, yeah. There was nothing on there. You know what? It's baseball. I could really care less season. that the Bucks won. Basketball season.
0: Eh. The uh, Knicks suck, so I don't really care about basketball baseball season. Baseball season's about to start. I might get a... Check this out. I may schedule a vasectomy for, like, March Madness. I got to talk to the doctor. That's when you're supposed to do it, you know, so you can take time off work and, and watch the <laughs> tournament, like, when all the shit's happening.
2: So uh, I, I was think like, I'm going to do it around that's then. That's, uh... All right. You guys haven't had kids in a while, and now you're going to do one. All right. That's, uh... But now it makes sense. Well, I get it. You know, March Madness. Okay. Got it.
0: Well, we've been kinda of talking about it for a while, and you know, if you know, my wife had uh she got her tubes tied when we had our last kid, but every year after you do that, the percentage of you being able to become pregnant goes up, which is really dangerous. So it's been almost ten years. I mean the percentage only goes up a small fraction, but it, it goes up every year. So if you were to still become pregnant while having your tubes tied, like it's, it's dangerous as hell. Like you could die. So yeah, I mean, uh, I've
2: had friends who have had their tubes tied and ended up pregnant. Um, yeah, it's not good. <laughs> that's a that's a definite surprise baby you don't want to be surprised with, I guess. Yeah, surprise surprise so, babies uh, are one thing, but when you're not supposed to have them, that's a totally different story.
0: Right. And I don't know about you, Marty, but I don't really like playing Jenga or pulling out of the driveway. So, um, I'd rather go and, <laughs> and get this thing taken care of that All, way. Oh, they pulling out of know. that
2: house is the fucking couch.
0: <laughs> I don't even like that. <laughs> Anything that involves it, I'm against. Fuck that shit. Tell me, uh, ba- me to pull the cake out of the talk oven. With boots in the face. Uh,
2: uh-uh, that shit ain't happen. <laughs> Let that shit sit in there and burn. Yeah. I'm-
0: i put in I don't pull out <laughs> and Fuck that um,
2: <laughs> Hope you like your pizza But yeah thinking about that shit's uh, gonna be charcoal
0: <laughs> You were talking about your wrist did I, t- I did tell you I got carpal tunnel right In my left wrist uh, I and did And I'm trying see to that. fucking I, uh,
2: You didn't tell me that. I saw that in a post I'm like damn dude
0: Yeah I'm trying I got diagnosed with that a couple weeks ago I'm trying to manage that And in the process of managing that I end up hurting my other wrist at work because I guess I'm overcompensating for the left one being fucked up. So that my right one like jams and it's sores. I'm just falling apart, dog. I'm just falling apart. Oh old man Rucker. Um But yeah, fuck all that. So did you do any uh you get any toys this week? Any figures?
2: Um, no nah, man. This week I didn't get anything, um that I remember at least. Um Oh, you know what? That's not true. That is not true. I did order a couple things from um, Ringside. Um, I finally, the, the Chris Jericho Bubbly finally came in stock. So, I, I came back in stock. On Ringside? Yeah, so I got one of those. Um, I feel like I ordered something else, too. The, uh... You
0: bought some shit, though. You bought a, yeah. because uh, you got me the China.
2: Was it this week? No, that was last week, man. We, because t- I got that last Saturday, and I don't our, fucking know, Mom. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. We talked about that last week. Because
0: were you able to? Were you able to take that back? By the way, I have. Because yet. I, I I, uh, I, I
2: will. I just haven't. Yeah, I haven't gone to. So I've been busy with we'll work, and then, um, what's Wednesday? We had a doctor two month appointment for the baby, so he finally got his shots, and um, I didn't want to be home. My days off, so we uh up and just got up and left and went to Arizona for for the day and a half, um, see my parents. So I haven't really yeah. done anything besides work and. That's about it. um Yeah, man. I feel like I ordered something else. I can't even think of it right now. But no, yeah, what well, you? Get why are you week? looking
0: for that? I'll tell you. I'll tell you why. I told you to, you know, if you can take the China back. If not, then you know, send it, and I'll I'll pay for it. But one night, I was drunk, like two three weeks ago, real late at night, and I'm going through Ringside Collectibles, and I see there's a Cody. um TNT Championship like ringside Exclusive and I'm like that's kind Of dope so I bought it Well I just happened to be looking At the receipt the other day to see when it's gonna ship And I also bought the China on there The same night completely didn't remember It so (laughs) So it definitely would have been a surprise you talk about a surprise Baby like China fucking (laughs) shows up And I've already because if I would have seen it in store I would have bought it because I don't remember buying it And then um I think I told You I no I didn't tell you this Past Monday I was up in North Georgia for work, and I went to this Walmart, and this Walmart only had two types of wrestling figures, literally, only, you know, when you read the tags on the pegs or whatever, Mm -hmm. it said WWE Basics, that was it, no AEW, no Elites, no Ultimate Edition, none of that shit, and then it had WWE Motu, and it had the newest version, and I got the Becky Lynch uh, Masters of the Universe figure, which I didn't know how rare those were to find out right now because uh mike durbin our boy cnr hit me up and he's like where'd you find those i was like man i was in some fucking walmart like two hours away he's like if you find any more man get them for me and i'll pay you double for them because they're they're super hard to find which i had no clue Mm -hmm. and they had the whole fucking set there i just didn't want them so i left them
2: yeah i haven't seen it very often I, i just came across my first motu in a while about three weeks ago and it was a Seth rollins and I just happened to yeah. come across, and I was, like, walking down the aisle, uh, getting ready to walk out the aisle because they didn't have shit. And I look over, and it's by the He-Man and stuff, and they had it, right? They, like, just happened to, like, be hanging, like, from a peg. And I'm like, oh, shit, I'm um, going to get that one. Um, but, I, you know, I, I did, I forgot, I, um, I got the bubbly Chris Jericho because when I went to the page, um, that's when I saw it was, it was available again. But I went to the page because there was a new Ringside Collectible uh, exclusive release this week. Mr. John Cena himself in the NWO gear. Uh, so I grabbed <laughs> that song real quick. Um, and then I got the, uh, There's a, they have the exclusive Hardy Boys from like um, the early, like 99, 2000 Hardy Boys and the tag team belt. So I grabbed that two pack because I love the Hardy. I love the Hardys, especially back then. Um, I was definitely the one rocking the necklace and rocking the Jeff Hardy j- jersey all the time. Um, so the yeah, puka I, did, shells? I did get, I didn't wear the puka shells, man. <laughs> I rock, I well, hold on. I did have puka shells. Can't deny that, but not with the J- Hardy. Yeah, jersey. me too. I remember my fir- my very first, uh, wrestling event I went to was the Tacoma dome in Seattle. Um, uh, and that was like, that was back in Oh one. And yeah, I was, oh, uh, wow. I was right. Re- I was wearing the, uh, my, my Jeff Hardy Jersey to that event. Um, What's crazy is like that event. Uh, Booker T was there. Um, like all, all the WCW guys were there. It was like there was like no fucking WWF guys. I think Undertaker might have been there and maybe, but like obviously Triple H wasn't there. The Rock wasn't there that night. Because um, this is July. This is like holy July fifth, twenty twenty one or two thousand one. Fuck, that was twenty years ago. Holy shit! Uh,
0: yeah, fuck. you know, buddy. Man,
2: holy damn, dude. Crazy thing is, like, I have years of
0: flying by now.
2: <laughs> we, um, my parents like got my brother and I like disposable cameras for the event so that we can like take pictures. And I still have that disposable camera, never got it developed uh obviously those things expire hmm, after so long you should long. do it they expire but Does i'm it? like yeah they're supposed to so i, I don't know i'm so glad i, I still, still got go to. try it just to see I don't, I don't even know where you take a camera to get fucking developed right Aid, maybe so i don't know I'm walmart taking, doesn't develop
0: like, film anymore
2: they might i have no idea dude you want to last time i had walmart film
0: cvs walgreens, walgreens like any pharmacy CVS. like that i thought they all developed they film.
2: probably do i probably the drop one off, but i always just yeah. like digitally email and, and print them from there um, but I'll take yeah. a look cause I've been wanting to just haven't gone and done it, but I still have, yeah, I still have that disposable cam from 20 years ago with the event. Um, but no, man, that's, that's yeah, that's, that's what I got this week.
0: I remember finding a camera like that in my younger days and getting it developed and being very shocked when I went and got the, uh, oh boy. got the film developed to what was on there, oh which boy. we won't talk about, but, um, I'll yeah. tell you a little quick story. Your younger before we go uh, break. Larry
2: Flint days, huh? Rest in
0: peace. <laughs> More like Mandingo. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you a, a, a story before we go to break.
2: Oh, uh, that's like when you like so went, you find come across one of your old like phone, cell phones and you're like, oh, do I see what's on this phone or would I just let it die in peace? And you open it up and you're like yeah. son of a bitch. All right, jumped into the vault there.
0: So I went out yesterday to get uh I had to get some propane for the grill. And I'm like, you know, I'm at Walmart. Let me swing by the toy section. And I swing by. And as I'm walking towards the aisle, I see a little kid. And I'm like, Did he's standing there with his kid? dad. and they're Did looking. you fight a fucking no, kid? No, no, I didn't fight any kids this time. Um, I see a little kid. He's standing there with his dad. And I'm like, that looks like an AEW figure he's got in his hand. And as I get closer, it was. So I'm like, oh, cool. There's got to be more down here, right? Because they only had one. So I get down there and I see WWE Basics. Humber- Humberto that was there, that and the chase. I don't know which one's the chase, but he was there in two different outfits. They had a Tegan Knox, which looks like trash. uh they had a Becky Lynch basic, which I grabbed because it's her it was like her the man gear when she was wearing a ponytail like towards the end it looks good, but it's not poseable at all like I tried to stand it up for like ten minutes and I eventually just put it inside the Becky Lynch collection I got and like leaned it up against the wall basic figures tra- they need to do better with that like make sure you can stand these things up you know I know they're only 10 bucks but still like how are kids supposed to play with them when they won't even fucking stand up by themselves like you spend more time trying to get a motherfucker to do a face to face than you do actually having ring time it's like a Goldberg match um <laughs> but then I see the AEW figures they had Marty and I'm looking at the picture right now uh series 2 I think this is. Is it series two or three? Series three. Three, I'm three. I'm sorry. They had series three Matt Jackson, Riho, which, ugh, and Orange Cassidy. And so I was standing there and I was like, I really don't want any of those. I'm going to leave them in case somebody else wants them because, you know, I at this Walmart i met, I really don't have a good signal Because either because to somebody try to in like, send out a tweet or a text. And, um, literally as I'm walking down the aisle to leave, this guy comes in. He's like, you know, husky. He, uh, like he's about mid forties maybe. And he's walking like briskly. Like he's, he's fucking, he's like, he's got somewhere to be, you know what I mean? So I stand there and wait for a second to see what he does. Comes in, snatches all three AEW figures and the Humberto. I'm guessing he grabbed the chase and he got out of there, like, he stole something. Like, he took off towards the register. Like, somebody was going to... It was almost like a supermarket sweep type thing. Like, he thought somebody was going to tackle him and take his shit. Like, he got the hell out of there. You you I was should've. like, damn. You should have no known.
2: Wonder. He was walking his ass down. Then he should have just walked over there really quick and grabbed them bitches off the pegs. And just like, oh, were you looking for these? He probably had a heart attack.
0: I hear about, you know people doing stuff like that but i didn't think it would be i didn't think it was in my area but i mean we do have a lot of wrestling fans around here so i, I guess it makes sense as to why i can never find aew figures um well that's one last thing, week at but target
2: too, it's on like they don't ship shit dude like they don't they don't they don't stock that. like it's ridiculous man you know you have a following you're the second biggest promotion and you don't and you have these figures it's it, they're not stocking them, dude. Like I have talked to people at multiple stores, and to the point where they don't, they haven't had seen the shipment in since the original rollout. Like, are hmm. you t- like they have not like to the point where the only ones they got were the ones that came in on the like the the end cap uh, pallet pallet drop. Like they haven't got any AEF. That's like eight almost a year now, and they're not getting these figures in. So I get like there probably are people buying them, but they're when well, you know. You may have a large wrestling community, but when there's only two boxes, you know, they're not gonna. Nobody's buying. Them. Like there's just not enough there for anybody to buy. There's not enough there for freaking. Yeah. If they drop them right there, there's not enough time for our people, for the people in the store at that moment. It's ridiculous.
0: What? There's really only one box getting. Sh- I mean, when I got this Moxley figure, um, I was at Target, and the guy was pulling them out of the box to put them up there. Like I was there as he was taking him out of the box, and I think he was a collector too because every one he grabbed, he was looking at. To like, like it took him a couple of minutes. He would take it out of the box, he would look at it, turn it around, and then he put it up there. And I'm thinking if if he grabs one and takes it away, I might tackle him because it's a chase and he's at work. He ain't supposed to be doing that shit. Yeah,
2: so, they're supposed man, to that have some, but it was for hours before they buy that shit. Um, yeah, I, I, you would so, think uh, that with them like moving to, so yeah, I'm now guessing- as well. That they build up their stock because it's it's the if they're going to be moving to a second store and not and still have the same stock levels that they have already, it's like how do you expect to make money? You could be making so much damn money by having these items out there. It's ridiculous.
0: I um, I'm I've seen more at Target than I have at Walmart, so I'm guessing some of the distribution issue may be Target or maybe. Walmart's the only place so people rush in and get it, but I've seen AEW figures at four different targets and I've only seen it at a couple Walmart. So so hopefully, you know, with the next couple series coming out, it'll get better. But uh we will talk some pro wrestling when we come back, Marty. We'll get to the news in the second segment, cover some shit that happened this week, and then in the third segment, we will talk WCW Nitro, which I'm more excited for than the regular shit that we're watching now. Um by the way, I had somebody reach out and tell us like they're loving the nitro reviews because they're going back and watching it too. So yeah, that's uh that's good because the product today isn't that good. But we'll talk about that when we come back from the other side of the break. Boot to the face. Welcome back to Boot to the Face episode one two four. One hundred and twenty four, Marty. On this Valentine's Day. Uh before we get into the news, today's the Daytona five hundred, Marty. Why would I bring that up on a wrestling podcast?
2: I don't know, man. You tell me.
0: Because of the starter. The starter is the fucking boss. Legit. Sasha Banks is going to start the Daytona 500, Marty. You told me she wasn't a star. Actually, I don't think you ever said that. But (laughs) there's people out there. That said, she wasn't box office and shit like that. Um, John Cena came out this week and he was talking to Sports Illustrated, and he named her along with Roman and I think there was one other person. Um, he named where he said he apologizes because he was wrong. He said WWE wouldn't have any mega stars anymore, and I'm trying to think of the third person that he named, and I can't. But he did name Sasha and Roman as two of them that are. That are breaking the glass on it So There's that
2: Interesting Um Seen as being a company man And getting the Getting some people over Um It is what it is Company man Um His company's fucking Old Spice right now Yeah Yeah So Cool Cool I mean I'm excited It's the Daytona 500 I love NASCAR Um I, don't know why I, I haven't banks.
0: watched NASCAR since Jeff Gordon retired. Fuck Jeff
2: Gordon. I don't know why Sasha Banks got to keep interjecting herself into my shit. Like, seriously. <laughs> Everything. <laughs> um, Wait. Let's, let's go
0: back to for a second. This is a lot to unpack. You're a California guy. How do you not like Jeff Gordon?
2: Fuck Jeff Gordon. I've hated Jeff Gordon ever since Pepsi used to do the the challenge and you can get all the points from many of Pepsi things and his face and Peekaboo Street were all over that shit. It's like fuck Jeff Gordon. I can't stand Really? It. And then you know what? Jeff Gordon was my guy. And then when it comes to and then fuck Jimmy Johnson times two. Fuck Jimmy Johnson times yeah, seven. Yeah, I never liked
0: Jimmy Johnson.
2: They're two But peas Jeff in the Gordon pod. was my dude. They're two peas in a pod. Jeff
0: Gordon was the only uh his energy drink was the only one I actually liked back in the day. I would drink it when we go out of town, and I had to drive. I'd get his energy drink. It was like an orange something. It was really good. I don't, Gordon, I don't like Brad Paisley because he
2: looks like Jeff Gordon.
0: <laughs> it's fucked up. He does not Brad Paisley and Jeff Gordon. He kind of does. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Jeff Gordon's the man, though. The guy. I like their new commercial they got with him and uh, the other guy trying to get to the top of the Fox building to go commentate. But um, Daytona five hundred is today. By the time you listen to this, it'll be over with and somebody will probably win. Hopefully Bubba Wallace. It's the only name I know left in NASCAR right now. Didn't Jimmy Johnson retire?
2: He did. He came back for a couple of races. But yeah, he's retired now. Thank God.
0: Kyle Bush, I never liked that guy. He's got a punchable face.
2: Yeah, I, I hate Kyle Bush. I love Kurt Bush more than him. I just Kyle Bush guys. and
0: Denny Hamlin were two dudes I wanted to like run into and punch him. <laughs>
2: Uh, what's wrong with Danny Hamlin, man? You don't like Danny Hamlin? Danny
0: Hamlin was a bitch.
2: Um <laughs> uh, I like um, Logano, I like Kazowski, um Chase Elliott, um A. J. Dillon. I um uh there's uh Austin What was Dillon. the
0: young guy's name back in the day that all the girls like like ten years oh, ago?
2: Della Hurt Junior?
0: No. No, nobody Like Jet Dale Earnhardt, he looks like a fucking Muppet. Whoa, um Whoa. it was a younger guy. He does like a Muppet. It was a younger dude. When Jeff Gordon was around, it was like the Jeff Gordon, Tony Stewart days. There was a young guy. Uh, I think he was like number
2: nine.
0: Cassie Kane. Casey Kane. Casey Kane. Yeah. My wife loved him. My wife loved him. Him and uh, Tony Stewart were her
2: people. I love Tony Stewart. But, yeah. It's, um, it's been a while since I watched I got, to, I got to meet Tony one time. Maybe I'll time. watch it today. I uh, got to meet Tony one time when I was with Home Depot. That was pretty cool. Got to meet Joey Logano when he first came to the team because uh, i was like i was in atlanta when he was there uh so yeah that was that was pretty cool
0: let's get into some wrestling marty what do you want to talk about that happened this
2: past week well you said that you don't like the product we have now so let's hear a little about that you don't like the product we got today uh, i want to hear about that first
0: i'm 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 not i find myself not enjoying more and it ain't just wwe it's wrestling in general i find myself not enjoying more wrestling than i do enjoy i find myself fast forwarding a lot more uh i haven't watched the full episode of raw and i don't know how long. like i probably have eight raws on my dvr and they're all like halfway through and then i just like say fuck it um
2: i'm gonna stop i'm gonna ask you a question real quick though like i don't watch every episode of raw or all episodes uh, i think that has to do with a little bit of the way we, we consume our content because if you think just be like just think back Twenty years ago, fifteen years ago, would you have watched the entire product, the entire episode back then? 20, oh yeah, 25 years ago. Fuck uh, yeah, really? Because you know, I know people had it, but I didn't really have like the whole fast forward DVR back then. So like, we oh, had a VCR. We had yeah. See, I, I I didn't record it. I didn't. I just watched it. What it was on TV? Um, and there was stuff on there that if it was on there, I if I could fast forward, I would have. Um, so I'm not gonna say that I would I watched more then because. It, Do to now just because i want to enjoy it more i would say that i also watch more um, than compared to now because that's the way you consumed it um oh i definitely fast
0: forward some back then but i found myself enjoying more of what was happening back then like we're doing the nitro stuff right now like i get on the elliptical nitro's 45 minutes long i just watch it Like, even when it's shit I don't care about, I just watch it. And there's always, like, little nuggets that happen. Like, shit's going on backstage. They're telling you something on commentary. You're like, oh, I don't remember them talking about that. Or it's fucking Eddie Guerrero versus Rey Mysterio. Yeah, I didn't care about it back in the day. But I was watching it back in the day. So, like, there was just, it seemed like there was more focus on putting, on on keeping your attention back then than there is now. Now it's like, all right, guys, you got 45 minutes. Go do what you need to do. And at the turn of the hour, we'll bring out Drew McIntyre or Sasha Banks or Roman Reigns. Right? Like we gave you something at the beginning and now for the next 45 minutes is going to suck. When the hour changes, we'll give you something. Then, then it may suck for the next 20, 30 minutes. And then at the 10 o'clock hour and the main event, we'll give you something again. So like, there's a format for raw to where, you know, when you have to pay attention and when you don't.
2: Yeah, I know it's understandable. Um, I I will say that I do enjoy the La product. Um, <clears throat> and I, I just thought, and this week was weird because I don't know what happened, but none of my shit recorded this week. Like none of it.
0: You didn't miss much.
2: Um. So luckily, I, like I caught that when I like was going through the channels on Friday night. I'm like, oh, SmackDown's about to start. Okay. I'm like, why isn't this shit recording? And I look back and I'm like, there's no Monday Night Raw. There's no AEW. There's no any. None of my wrestling recorded this week. I've been just as shit like i've been literally since the day i got this box everything's been set up for record and nothing was recorded so i had to watch the mm-hmm. like a hulu versions of raw and smackdown this week which smackdown isn't really an issue on hulu because it's about the same amount of runtime anyways but raw i mean it's an hour and a half and then yeah like i lo- i watched raw and then on hulu and then i went back and looked at what i missed and there, i didn't miss much so i'm like oh well the hulu was the way to go then so that wasn't too bad um but yeah, I, I do apologize. You said you didn't watch much. Um, watching you enjoy more of what's on Nitro or, or the old stuff. Um, what else? What, what, there anything else that you like? Not liking about the product today? Um,
0: I mean, you know, like I said, it's not just WWE. Right. AEW is like a tough watch. Um, Impact. I found out late last night that I could download the Impact app, which I already had. And I had a subscription to it for months, but I've been cutting back on all my subs on stuff, just trying to, like, see how much money I could save if I didn't pay for all the shit that I rarely use. And so I realized that even with the Impact app, you can still watch the latest episodes for free. So that's that's good. Like, I'll start watching Impact. Um, but I fast forward the majority of that. Like, I watched, I think I watched Kira Hogan versus Nevaeh. I watched, uh, there was another women's match. And then I watched the interaction with like Chris Bay and all them wrestled at the beginning. Everything else I fast forward. Like, I don't give a fuck about Tommy Dreamer turning 50 and getting a world title match. Like, don't give a shit. Like, Jordan Grace comes out, I fast forward. Like, sorry, D, DC. That's just, you know, the way it is. And Man, so. You're, you're going to make, you're going to make, it's a you're going to
2: make Mike Farrell upset right now. I'm going to piss him off a little bit later. So we'll get <laughs> to that too. Um, but damn, he's going to get the double um, dose of anger today.
0: But you know what? I find myself being able to watch NXT all the way through, and the majority of SmackDown. Like SmackDown, for, I've always had a soft spot for SmackDown. I don't know why, but to me, it seems like you know SmackDown's.
2: Why. You know why? Because it's the since it's the since Rock's SmackDown
0: show. It brings yeah. you in, but since if you think about the if you think about the history of SmackDown, though, like SmackDown really always has been a better show than Raw. Like, there was a couple years where they took all the stars off. But if you think back to, like, Kurt Angle and Team Angle and Brock Lesnar and Los Guerreros, and they had all those tag teams and shit that were going at it, and Jeff Hardy was coming up. Like, SmackDown was way better than Raw back then. And then they took all the stars away, and then they kind of merged everything. And ever since the brand split, again, the first time, like, the women's division was better, the men's division was... Like, SmackDown is just a better product than Monday Night Raw.
2: Yeah, like you can look way at way easy like for me to watch. The, you can look at the SmackDown like when it first started. You know, you had Austin, you had Rock, you had you know the Undertaker era, and then it got to the point where it was like the Edge and and Orton era, which was basically Raw, and that's what they were pushing. And then it went through a lull after that, and that's the point where I kind of stopped watching wrestling for a while. Yeah. And then it came back, you know. And then we had Cena on SmackDown that was there, but and he was on everything, but like Cena on SmackDown. I always remember Cena on SmackDown more than Cena on Raw. Just always have. Uh and then and then it got to the era with, you know, the Shield and Roman and everybody on on uh Raw and then you had AJ on SmackDown and then it kind of switched around and that, you know, now we get the Roman era on SmackDown. And yeah, it's there's definitely been those moments when they've taken away and you can remember those moments. But absolutely, I always remember more SmackDown than than anything else and um i've always enjoyed smackdown more than raw uh, that's just yeah i don't know that i don't know i know that everyone says that raw is the primary show but at the end of the day as much as they want they they pushed it because it's the oldest show but they they know smackdown's where it's not back. anymore no, no not, not anymore ex- exactly. i mean even
0: if you look at the ratings like smackdown laps raw in the ratings. smackdown's constantly like two and a half three million and raw's like at the 1.5 so i mean i know ratings don't mean a lot but they kind of do Right. <laughs> they kind of do when you're trying to sign billion dollar contracts again, which is odd because NBC just paid a billion dollar, but they paid for the whole library and the WWE network. So, but you know, like I said, even even AEW, man, I, you know, there's some stuff I vibe with, some stuff I don't. I did watch. Uh, I'm starting to like the acclaim on AEW. Like I like their little raps when they come out. They're really good in the ring. I was really hoping they were going to upset Jericho and MJF. Um, they got me hooked with Sammy Guevara again. Like I was excited when he made his little, when he walked out there, I was like, oh shit, look at Sammy. He he looked like a star. Um,
2: you know, he's not, and, he's not doing his stupid bullshit, you know, like the annoying shit. He's actually enjoyable to watch, but when he's being a fucking dumb ass, you know, teenager, just want to, just want to smack the shit out of the kid.
0: Well, he is only like 22. I don't
2: give a shit. I just oh no. I don't want to see that. Just, just come out there and be a man. Be a wrestler.
0: Yeah. Um what else did I like on AEW? You know, I'm I I, I hate to say this. Like it's killing me to say it. But I'm tired of seeing Sting come out there every week. <laughs> like he should be he should be more of an attraction. Especially when he doesn't do anything. Like, we got to have all this goddamn snow everywhere for the rest of the night? Like, for what? So he can walk out there and high-five Tony Schiavone and get a pop from the crowd. And then he's risking his health because he's going out during COVID and nothing. he's not doing anything. He's literally coming out to the ring, standing there. Like, this ain't 1997. That shit was cool back then when we had a crowd. We didn't know if he was joining the NWO or not. One week he's the crow, quiet. The next week he's laughing and high-fiving Schiavone. Like, pick a side, pick a character, and then hit somebody with a baseball bat. Like, I'm tired of seeing my dude come out and just fucking stand there. And I feel like every week he comes out, he gets older. Like, every time I fucking see him, I'm like, my God. Like, he's going to be in a By the time they get to that street fight, he's going to have a walker. I hate saying that. Like, it, it disgusts me that I just fucking shit on a sting sec. It really... Look, I need a sec. Go ahead, Marty.
2: Yeah, so... um. <clears throat> There you have it. That's your update on wrestling from Chris Rucker and his unfortunate downfall from Sting. I am um, pretty sure Chris Rucker just says he no longer likes Sting. In for Sting, um, that's that's the narrative I just got. So um, it's been, a, been that's good, where you are gonna a good, go with that a good thirty years, right? Like, damn dude, thirty years. And we had a good run. We had A good run. We had a good run. You are gonna, gonna wish Sting you know? on on the great on his future endeavors. Um,
0: yeah, I might have changed change my display around back here. He might have to
2: go on the bottom.
0: I move the rock and Becky further up, and then he he'll have to go on the bottom.
2: Ah, uh, fantastic! <laughs> uh, we'll get into it. Like, know what so. they
0: say? You fucking live long enough. What do they say? You either die a hero or, or live long, long enough to, enough to become, become a villain. Hood. Yeah.
2: Damn. All right then. Uh, so a couple things from wrestling this week. We had uh, Rollins returns to SmackDown. Has the whole, uh, comes out with like the burn it down and as if he's going to come make a speech and going to turn face. I'm sitting there like, damn, this dude's turning face. They're just going to turn him face like that. I'm like, that's not good. Come on, man. Well, they're going to turn the face. I guess that's the route to Roman. And then that some bitch just turns. Like, yeah. Yeah. That ain't happened. I'm going to be, <laughs> it's like, okay, that that's the Rollins we won. Man just beats down Cesaro. Um. What do you, one, what do you think about Rollins returning? And two, um, is him being on SmackDown the right choice for them to have him?
0: So the best thing about Rollins' return was when he was making his intro and they put the little accomplishments up on the right side of the screen and it said, engage to Becky Lynch. And I'm like, yeah, that's, that should be pretty high up there. Like, I agree with them. Because usually they'll do that for the women Like if mm-hmm. the women are engaged or married to somebody They'll put that up there So it was kind of cool to see the equal Equality I guess is what you would call it. Not trying to reach too far into something But it was cool to actually see them be like Oh yeah this is Seth Rollins He's a Grand Slam champion He's won every title in WWE And he's Becky Lynch's fiance Like that's cool of them to put that And it's cool of them to put her name out there again because I'm you know, I told you when she first announced it. I didn't think she was coming back. I'm starting to lean towards maybe she is. Maybe I'm she I'm hoping is. she is. Maybe
2: she is. I don't know. Maybe
0: Save me, Becky. Save me. <laughs> she's coming back. I, she's Monday Night Raw time. needs help.
2: She's coming back. Monday
0: Night Raw coming. needs help.
2: Um
0: Um but I, I liked his promo. It was like like you said, he started out and he was like, you know, I just had a child, and she's changed my life, and then I remember that all of y'all need me, and you need me to be your leader, and you need to follow me, because I'm trying to get you on the righteous path, like, it was it was a good transition, I'm glad he's sticking with the, the Messiah type character, even though his music went back to the old stuff, um, I loved his beat down on Cesaro, it was fucking unhinged, like, Fucking baby's been keeping me up All fucking night <laughs> And you come out here Disrespecting me Like that's what it looked like uh, It looked like If you were to run up On somebody right now Marty Like that was the ass whooping You would give them Cause you hadn't had sleep In days So
2: I can't yeah. take it out The kids I won't take it out On your grown ass Boom, beat the shit to the shit down. You're going to go to sleep. Baby ain't going to go to sleep. <laughs> yeah. Your ass is going to <laughs> It's <a> bedtime, <laughs> sucker. Uh <laughs> so yeah, I liked Rollins. Nice. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed him back. I think I think Rollins is always, you know, good on TV. I've always been enjoy, uh, enjoyed Rollins. Um uh, at least the content, you know, you don't always enjoy Rollins himself because he's a dick at times and he's a great heel, so you got to do what you got to do. Um but I always enjoy Rollins being there. The fact that he is there uh just it's a positive for the business and positive for the show. Um AEW <clears throat> You, you asked Japan.
0: me if I Oh good. Hold on before we move on. You did ask me if if I thought Smackdown was the right show for him. Uh I do because Roman is such a good like lead heel, but there's really no other heels on Smackdown that you care about. And so if he's the only one Aren't you a Barry then- Corbin fan? I, I, I do like Baron. Like, we've talked about that. But he hadn't really done shit in, since he beat Kurt Angle. Like, he's been on the back burner. So, you know, you need a you need a, a heel that plays that B role. Baron Corbin's more of a C or D. Roman's an A, and then you didn't have a B. Mm-hmm. And now you got Seth as a B. And then you got the history mm-hmm. and the the probability that eventually Seth and Roman are going to run into each other. And we're going to have some kind of interaction there. And I'm excited to see what that's like.
2: Yeah, I was thinking about that last night on the way home. I'm like, oh, man. When we finally get the interaction between Roman and Seth, it's going to be fantastic. It's going to go one of two ways. It's going to go Rollins turning on him. Or it's going to be Roman straight up telling him, like, yeah, man, we ain't like that no more fam. Like, how that shit roll. We had a good run. Now, get in line (laughs) and show your respects. And I can't wait for that. Um,
0: Get him on a one of those social media shows and seth comes up to Roman. and he's like roman remember the shield and roman looks at him just like man fuck the shield and walk <laughs> off
2: <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna do rollins the way they did jay make him all bubbly and happy like man we did this do this and rollins gonna be doing and yeah. Roman's i'm like nah dude no nah, don't even talk to me um aew new japan impact they keep rolling <clears throat> the uh main event this week on dynamite was the tag team match uh, uh kenta and kenny versus moxley and archer um all four guys who have new japan ties um but that's and then good brothers out there so from impact uh everybody keeps doing it you know um got some news that we'll talk about in a moment but uh, you know I, what did you did you watch this match at all
0: I did, um, and I actually put a, uh, a tweet out because I was watching this match last night. You know, I don't know how I'd never noticed it before, man, but Lance Archer is a star. Like, I've seen him wrestle, and I don't know, just something stuck out about him while I was watching that match. And I remember he got a world title shot, or he got a shot against Cody, and he ended up losing. And I think he got a shot against Moxley that he lost. And he just kind of been on the back burner and he's pulling Jake Roberts, old, decrepit ass around with him, which, you know, that is what it is. I was real mad. Jake didn't hit a DDT on anybody. I mean, he kind of took a bump anyway. So why not just go ahead and make the DDT? But he didn't. Uh But I like I'm digging Lance Archer. I, I want to see more. now. I hope they keep him as badass as he was this past week and not start doing that backyard wrestling shit again that he was doing when he first got there.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I've always... I like Lion's Archer. You know, New Japan, every time he come out, um, I thought when they signed him to AEW, I thought that was a big move, and I thought that was a good one. Um, what, what frustrates me is I think he could be the best talent on that roster, um, and I feel like he should be the one that's in that spot to keep putting Brian Cage's ass in, because Brian Cage doesn't do shit for me. Um like at all, he just annoys me. I don't give a shit about him being on TV. They have him paired up with with Taz, which makes it even worse. Um, it just it does it doesn't do nothing like that. The the TV time they give Brian Cage is a the time they should be giving to Lance Archer, and I think Lance Archer's the one that could fucking run with it. And I think he'd be at the top of that show and the top of that game. And um, there's no reason why he couldn't be and shouldn't be a champion. Um, if not already, at some point soon. Um, I would rather see him as a champion than most of the other roster. Um, especially Brian Cage if they ever push his ass. Because you know eventually they're gonna push Brian Cage to that title spot, and I really don't want to see that.
0: <clears throat> yeah, I'm I'm tired of Brian Cage. I'm tired of Team Taz too. Maybe that's why I'm annoyed by Sting. Because he keeps having these run ins with Team Taz. Like, why is Taz on TV in the year of our Lord twenty twenty one? Like to me, he was never that big of a deal anyway. Besides ECW, never even, he wasn't shit in WWE.
2: No, he was Do- in ECW. Heat
0: guy. He was dope.
2: When he came to Raw, or when he came to WWE, to me, going like watching him on WWE, he was uh, a Sunday Night Heat guy. Like, that that's like I don't care about anything. Like I don't watch it on TV. You come out, you're a little fucking pit bull. Uh, cool. Uh, you annoy me. You're. Just it's, it's yeah. I I can't stand Taz on TV. Uh, I think he's great on commentary. Put his ass back behind the desk. I was about to say. I was um, about to say the exact Ring, same thing. Persona, so
0: good on commentary. Yeah,
2: as personality on screen, like I don't need it. You're you're past your like, dude. Yeah. Go away. Um, he's annoying. He's obnoxious. It's every t- every promo is the same fucking promo, and it, it's the same promo he's been cutting for thirty years. And it, it's just like, dude, no one nobody likes shit. me.
0: Nobody respects me Yeah I'm Taz How come I don't have a bigger name on the marquee Shut up Exactly That's all I can say
2: If I'm gonna talk Taz I'm gonna talk fucking Looney Tunes um... <laughs> 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 uh, Other than that uh, We had an announcement We had Shane McMahon return this week also Money Night Raw opened up with Shane O'Mac Money, money, money To make an announcement Drew McIntyre... What the fuck was the point of it? I I don't know. Why he was the one, I don't know. But Drew McIntyre to defend his title in the Elimination Chamber. Uh, My two thoughts on these. One, you usually do this for one of two reasons. One, it's the heel, and you're trying to make him pay and punish him for being a heel. Or two, you've got a, a baby face that you are trying to make life miserable for. And he is neither... So, why put it in an Elimination Chamber match? I, it makes no sense to me. <clears throat> I always thought the Elimination Chamber match was a great opportunity for the winner to go on to WrestleMania to have an option for the championship, another one of the championship matches then. Um, you know, you have Royal Rumble. They win the match. They pick up the, who they want. And then the Elimination Chamber, they get to go for the other championship. You know, whichever, whether it be tag team, because we've had that, or whether it be... Um, Hell, it could be any other championship, ICUS, uh, would, those would be cool, too, if you had someone going for the Intercontinental Championship oh, through the Interlator Mission Changer, or even put one of those titles in, the, in the, the chamber. I just don't see why the babyface champion, who hasn't had any issue with the authority, is defending his title on there. Um And I'm like, if anyone's going to, if they're going to put anyone in it, it would be Roman. Like, that that just makes sense, because of the heel he is. Um so I don't know, that just well, seemed, they tried that.
0: Roman wasn't trying to hear exactly. that
2: shit. Right. He put that shit, he put the kibosh <laughs> on that shit what even happened. Um and then but it, so that just didn't make sense to me. And the other thing was, why the hell is the Miz in there? Like the dude's got money in the bank, so why does he need to be in the championship match? He hasn't done shit. He's lost every like almost every individual match he's had. Um one, it's ridiculous he has a briefcase in the first place. But two, you're gonna give him an opportunity in a match like make him cash in that briefcase then. Like, he has he has a title opportunity in that briefcase. He doesn't need to be in the match if he hasn't earned one.
0: Um, it could go a lot of ways. Maybe Miz is going to get eliminated early, and then whoever wins the Elimination Chamber, he cashes in on. And he takes the title in the WrestleMania. Um, maybe some kind of way Orton wins it, Edge picks Orton, and then McIntyre ends up taking... The, the briefcase from Miz and cashing in on Roman at WrestleMania. There's that avenue they could go. They could go a lot of avenues, but more than likely what's going to happen is Drew's going to win. And then he's going to dominate everybody like Shayna Baszler did last year at the Elimination Chamber. He's going to run through it. And then you really don't have a credible opponent for WrestleMania because Edge is going to pick Roman. So I, d- I don't know. I don't know what the... Uh,
2: because, I mean, we have, a, we have vengeance tonight. He could take Finn v- v- Balor. Um eh, so, I, I mean, forgot
0: that was tonight.
2: We'll see what happens. I just thought that that, that that match was odd placing of what it was and the people in the match. Most of them might have a problem with. It just didn't make sense the Miz to be in there. Like they threw the Miz in there just to be the yeah. Miz. Um where
0: the fuck is Kofi? Kofi came back from injury. You said all former WWE champions, and then you put fucking Jeff Hardy in there. Exactly. It. Jeff Hardy ain't won a WWE title in fucking twenty years. I know people love him, but he ain't gonna win. Like
2: No, I don't know. And man. that's the thing too. Like he's gonna be ha- in there for the spot, which you can easily have done with Kofi as well. And I think I think, yeah, I think you have Kofi. I think that would have been a great opportunity to put Kofi in there, and would have been fantastic to put him back in there in the image. Um, get his face on screen after he come back from injury, and this time, this time two years ago, the dude had to run, and that's when Kofi Mania happened. You know, so I think the that run that
0: fucking happen. overshadowed Becky Lynch's run to the main event, like literally, well, like he got a bigger pop during the match, probably because two things: one, Charlotte was put in there, and two, they fucking started the main event at like one thirty in the morning. <laughs> well, so <laughs> not only
2: that, but they also like screwed over that storyline so much. From December through yeah. May or March that it just – the Kofi story was just so easy. And just think about this. I As long as the other day, I know this is a way off topic, but Ali was supposed to be in that one. How much better off were we that, Kofi, that, he, that he got hurt and Kofi was there? Yeah. Like, thank, thank
0: you. I'm loving Ali bringing that up <clears throat> a lot and wanting to fight Kofi about it. Like, you took my opportunity. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, kind of, but technically he didn't because – Ali just was going to be in the Elimination Chamber. He wasn't going to be at WrestleMania. Like Kofi fought for the WrestleMania thing. He had his Elimination Chamber moment and almost won the title. Like made it to the end. Like that was when I was like, "Oh fuck!" Yeah, I didn't even know I wanted Kofi as champion until the Elimination Chamber match. And I was, I was like standing up in my living room. I remember watching it, and I thought he was going to win when he hit Trouble in Paradise and he kicked out of the knee plus or whatever. And I was like, "Oh shit, Kofi's going to fucking win!" And he lost, and I was like, I was so disappointed. And then when he got the WrestleMania match, I'm like, they have to do it at Mania. And so that was that was just a good build. And now, two years later, he's fucking just hanging out with Xavier Woods, losing tag team matches to the, I was about to say the Ascension. What the fuck is their name? <laughs> Retribution. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. So uh, if you don't have anything else on you know, current wrestling, Mario, we'll take our last break real quick and then get to WCW before we get
2: out of here. Let's do it.
0: Boot to the face. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Boot to the Face, episode 124, and this is by far my favorite segment of our last few episodes, where we go back in time to 1995. For right now, we're just fresh off the heels of Halloween—not Halloween Havoc. I'm sorry. We're fresh off the heels of uh, a fall. fall brawl. About three and weeks out. From we're in the middle. Yeah, we're in the middle of a couple good storylines going on. You know, Hogan's got his mustache shaved. He's running around dressed in black like he's trying out for the NWO. This is the uh this is the wish version of NWO Hollywood Hogan. Um Is that Hogan? Shut the fuck <laughs> up. Stupid shit. You got Sting trying to play mediator between Luger and Macho Man. You got fucking Eddie Guerrero putting on bangers every fucking Monday night, it seems uh there's there's a lot going on but we will start with episode six of wcw monday nitro and marty it kicks off at the commentary booth with your favorite commentator of all time not bobby the brain heenan steve mongo mcmichael and that little fucking dog (laughs) i really don't understand it um but they're interrupted by the stinger And when I saw this, I immediately got mad because sting rarely wore the title when he had it. like sting always, I'm not going to say he didn't respect the title, but like he would come to the ring. He wouldn't like, he would rarely like hold it up and show it to the crowd. He would rarely wear it. He would just immediately hand it to the referee. And then when he would win, he would just take the belt and leave. But he was wearing the title during his little run in. And I thought that fucking us title was so dope back then. Um, Sting comes out, cuts a fucking crazy promo about how he's going to solve the Macho Man and Luger's problems, which we'll get to later. And then he has a match against the Shark, formerly known as Earthquake in WWE. Uh, not a great match, a quick match. Sting wins with the crossbody off the top rope. Uh, what'd you
2: think, Marty? Um, <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, I thought that it was it was it was a quick match. It wasn't. I didn't think too much about it. It was nice seeing Sting in there. I'm not gonna lie. When the it's the next episode, episode seven, when I get I started getting a different mindset about Sting, and I'll get into that a little bit later. Um, but no, it was a, it was a you know quick match for, for Sting. It was nice seeing him win it and opening the, the card with that. Um, yeah, I would the couple things like you know I, it was nice. This is a episode with Sabu's. Is this Sabu's debut or he already debuted in the episode before? He had
0: already, he already debuted, debuted, but yeah. he is wrestling this episode.
2: Yeah. So I mean that was a that was a quick match as well. Um the Luger and Macho promo, uh, I loved it. I thought that was fantastic. I can't I I I, I can't wait to Halloween Havoc to watch to watch that that pay per view. Um
0: Oh, so you liked the the promo with Sting Luger and Macho. Yeah, Man. I
2: did. I loved it. Oh, um, I thought so, that was fantastic. It just, reminded, it just it. reminds me of how much and why I love Macho so much and Sting being in there and why I just why Luger's always annoyed me, but then Sting adding into it, was <laughs> is like perfect. It was like, oh, brings it all together. So, I thought
0: Luger uh, fucked it up. He looked like he forgot what he was supposed to say for a second. Oh, yeah. Sting's like, come on, make a choice. But I did like uh, Sting told Macho Man, which this is what stood out to me. Macho man kept cutting him off and he was like, if you just shut your mouth for a second and don't slap anybody, cause you might slap the wrong person. I was like, oh shit. And Macho man goes, oh really? <laughs> <laughs> and then Sting punking out Luger. But here's the thing. He was like, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna solve all these problems. And then the problem solution is if you win and if you win, y'all get to fight each other. Like, how the fuck is that a solution? Why not just fight each other? Like, just cancel the it other no sense. <laughs> yeah if so if macho wins and luger loses then they don't get to fight so but yeah that was uh i did i love that interaction with with them uh you got big bubba versus road warrior hawk the next matchup big bubba won versus via count out i didn't like how they did hawk when he came back uh you know he later on he was he's gonna get his arm broken by or he got his yeah, arm got broken him. already by kurosawa yeah <clears throat> And, uh, which is good. They tried to build up a, a Japanese wrestler. Like, you know, if that was happening today, Kirasawa probably would have been the most over fucking guy in the company right now. They were just a little ahead of their time with, with what they were doing there. Uh, but Big Bubba wins via cowed out. This is an awful match. And basically, they just did it to get Disco Inferno on TV to dance. Uh, yeah.
2: Like, we are watching it. So then we get Mean and we Gene. It, and Sarah was like, didn't we already watch this episode? I mean, no. The dumbass just comes down and does the same shit every, every week anyways.
0: <laughs> exactly. Uh, then we get Mean Gene Okerlund. He's bringing out Hogan. Hogan in all black. Even a black neck brace. This is the first time we see him with no facial hair. He looks like a kid toucher. Uh, Hogan's talking shit about the giant. You know, during the promo, we hear... The giant Kevin Sullivan, they're outside in a monster truck, and then Hogan goes outside to meet him. Why would you walk outside when a fucking 500-pound giant that doesn't like you is in a monster truck? You already can't beat his ass in a hand fight. Now he's in a monster truck, and you're like, oh, I'm going to go walk outside because Hulkamania and shit. Like, come on, man. Better take your ass to the other side of the building and hide. That was my thoughts. Uh, as usual, most Hogan segments fuck Hulk
2: Hogan. I to say with this <clears throat> Hogan promo, it just reminds me. Like last week, I mentioned it, and this week is really just. If you're a kid, Hogan promos are the best. But if you have any kind of logic, then you're like, "Shut the fuck up!" Like yeah. seriously, like oh, just so annoying. Listen to him talk. He says the same five things in different manner manners. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it's it's whatever. Um, I'm, I can care less. Um, then we get the main event. We have Ric Flair versus Arn Anderson in a cage match. Um, <clears throat> this case, I don't care. what You ever seen says, a, a dog kennel? Ain't there. But I'll take Arn Anderson over Ric Flair any fucking day of the week. Fuck Ric Flair. You ever seen
0: one of them old ass dog kennels for sale on like yes. Facebook Marketplace? Thank you. That's, That's what this cage is I literally
2: like. have that in my. <laughs> I have notes on that. Like what? I literally have fence what the fuck like seriously the, yeah. they just leaned that shit against the, the turnbuckles like my they fucking and just, i don't know where they found corner, that cage at there was one like this chain link panel let's put it this way i had hog panels and chain link panels in my yard my you know when i had like livestock they were better set than these fucking panels on the fence like there was one panel where like the top left corner the chain link p- fencing was like curled over and bent in i'm like was someone trying to break through the fence <laughs> did they just go like Someone He's trying to get down On the property What the hell is this fence paneling it's shit
0: It's like they It's like they grabbed The wrong cage When they were traveling Like They were like Wait did you get cage Out of that cell block A or B He's like I grabbed the one out of B I thought that's what you said He's like No asshole That one's supposed to be destroyed Well it's the only one we got Well fuck Just lean it up Against the turnbuckle And put some fucking Zip ties at the top <laughs> yep. of it Let's put see if it Put some bungee doesn't fall cords over. To
2: connect them together So they don't fall <laughs> off You got some duct tape
0: We'll get this shit to work And they tell Flair and Hey if I were you I wouldn't throw him into this one at all We might kill somebody Uh, Arn gets the win Using the brass knucks Uh, They're closing the show out at the commentary booth The same way they started And Ric Flair comes leaping into the commentary (laughs) picture Like a fucking nutcase Talking shit about how he wants both of them next week If he can't find a partner Which he ends up doing, and we'll get to that when we talk about the next episode. But, Marty, in between, WCW had, they had WCW Saturday night. They had WCW Worldwide, and they had WCW Pro. And I remember watching WCW Pro, and Flair comes out there at the end of a Sting match, and he's got, like, four kids with him, and they all got Sting face paint on. And that was how he got Sting to be his partner, which we're going to see here in a little while, was... Uh, yeah and Sting told him like look I don't trust you but if you screw me over I'm basically gonna fuck you up so Flair's like I'm on the up and up like everything is good and then we lead into WCW episode 7 and we started out with DDP and he is brought to the ring by the Diamond Doll Kimberly Page that's all we need to say
2: I'm not gonna lie, dude. I love. I like. I like the old DDP better than the newer DDP. Like the end of yeah. '90s, early 2000s, um, the Billy Ray Cyrus looking DDP is, is better than the other D, than the, the the DDP that that ended WCW and came to WWF. I will say that.
0: I did. I I liked uh, when he started wearing jeans. When he, uh, I don't know how long we're gonna do this WCW Nitro review. But if we get to it, he has a feud with Macho Man that I fucking loved, and that's what put DDP on the map. Like he was—he's was really a nobody. I mean, he was TV champion and shit like that, but you really didn't care for him. And then Macho Man started like talking shit about Kimberly being in Playboy and like calling her all kind of names and shit. And they had like a blood feud. Like they had some really good matches and shit together. And DDP always says that if it wasn't for Macho Man, like he wouldn't be. Macho Man and Dusty Rhodes, like Mm. Dusty behind the scenes and Macho Man on camera. Um, So if we get that far, I think you'll enjoy that. But uh, uh, DDP and Johnny B. Bad, DDP stopped Johnny B. Bad from getting the TV title shot earlier. And they're supposed to have a match that never got started. Uh, DDP attacked Johnny B. Bad before the match starts and it never even fucking happens. So.
2: Yep. Um, then we get Chris Benoit's debut versus Eddie Guerrero. Um, and this is where I told you that we're going to upset Chaos for the second time tonight. H- Eddie Guerrero's match, is, uh, these, the two matches I've seen so far from Nitro, are so choreographed and flippy-dippy that it's hard to watch. Like, it's just... <clears throat> I know this is going to be Cruiserweight, and I know it's going to, like, Lead the things that happen, in the industry now. Uh, but I can really like just pass through that match. Like I can just, I can go without watching an Eddie Guerrero match right now. Um, that match, his match with Malenko, there's just no, not was different. It just, it just wasn't not my thing. Uh, people who love Eddie Guerrero but shit on everybody else now, like the Bucks and everything. Um, yeah, you had nowhere to talk. Simple as that, because Guerrero in the '90s was no different than the Bucks in 2010s. Um, simply put, I I disagree. I mean, with I that. get the I super think... kicks stuff like that, but when you talk about the when they talk about the Bucks matches being so choreographed, that's what I'm talking about. The fact that you can watch these guys like. They're dancing around. You can see just, there's just so much choreography in, a, in an Eddie Guerrero match. That's what I'm talking about. And you can see that it's not. It's not. I don't know, man. It's just something about it. Just doesn't. It just doesn't entertain me. Doesn't. Doesn't. Isn't the kind of wrestling that I want to watch.
0: Yeah, but you're a young Bucks fan, so you the same thing you're saying exactly. about Guerrero. I know, fans but that's that's go for you.
2: But there's a little bit more to it. I don't know. I don't like. I like Eddie Guerrero but the early i'm talking about the early stuff like later like i don't know when it starts i love eddie guerrero um but like that like these two matches are are like i don't know there's just something about them it just is hard for me to watch just them rolling around the mass like that i don't know it just i don't i can't watching this
0: watching this match again what i took away from it was i remember back in the day i used to think man this benoit dude like if he was a little bit bigger He'd be, he'd be like world champion. Like he'd be really good. That fucking full Nelson suplex pin he did. I used to love that move. Only a couple people did it. I remember seeing it as a kid. Yeah. I remember seeing people as a kid do it. And I thought that's the coolest fucking pin ever. Like how come more people don't do it? Well, more people can't do it. That's why. (laughs) So, uh, yeah. Uh, Mean Gene interviews Kevin Sullivan, the giant. This is horse shit. We don't really care to talk about it. Uh, disco inferno comes out and dances again and then we get ming versus hacksaw jim duggan ho Ming won via submission uh we don't have to talk much about that one so then we get to the main event arn anderson and brian pillman versus rick flair by himself and the thing i took away the most from this one like every time i watch these i remember what i was thinking when i watched them for the first time and i was like upset that Sting had, like, the coolest fucking ring attire and face paint combo I had ever seen him do this night. Like, the red on red and the red face paint he had, like, that shit was dope. And I'm like, why didn't he do an interview or, like, come down and do a regular fucking entrance? But Sting comes out, makes a save, they win by count out, and then Flair and Sting are high and Flair's basically, like, kissing Sting's ass the whole time. So you can already see what's about to happen. The writing's on the wall, but my fucking... Uh, naive ass baby face superhero He takes the bait And he's believing it And him believing it got me believing it And I was fucking hooked in 1995 As a 13 year old That uh, Sting and Flair were good So that was how the show you ended know, Sting You and Flair. know what I love and, uh, about
2: this episode Is because they also talked about it on commentary Is that the Braves Were sitting at home waiting to see Who they are going to play in the World Series and I'm just like, yes, they are. Bring it on, Cleveland. Bring it on. Because your ass is about to get beat on that shit real quick.
0: Um, I do. The hot tag with Sting was one of my favorite things when he was in the tag team. Like, when Flair tagged him in, he went to work. Mm-hmm. And just like the comeback he used to do was, again, one of the one of my favorite parts of him. You did say that during this episode, you were kind of changing how you thought about sting. What, what do you mean by that?
2: Meaning I becoming more of a fan of sting after this match. Um, just the, the everything the guy encompasses, like just the, the, the dude can go. Like I, I've always, I, I've never really watched sting. I'll be honest with you. Like I've watched here and there, but I was a WWF guy. So to me, sting was the, was the guy trying to put the WWF out of business and fuck sting at that point. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, but like actually watching him, hearing him on the mic, and listening to the promo the week before with the promo with Macho and Luger. This week is his promo at the commentator's desk, and then the um, and then the him in the match. And I'm like, "Damn, this motherfucker! All right, I, all right, I, 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 I'm starting to see. I see the hype. I see why it's there. Um, and then I, you know, How over woo any day. Because. <laughs> <laughs> <Ugh. Yeah. laughs>
0: <laughs> well, man, that uh, wraps up WCW episode six and seven. I think we got one or two more nitros before Halloween Havoc. Uh, yeah, I think we have um,
2: two, one. Uh, yeah, no, one more. I think there's one more, and then Havoc. Because I think this is like the. So you th- want
0: to do up. episode eight and then watch Havoc and review that next week? Yeah, I think we do that. Can okay, you think we'll have time to do that? I think so. Okay, all right. I'm cool with that. I'll stop watching. I won't watch AEW or fucking Raw, and I'll just watch <laughs> Halloween Havoc. There you go. That works. That way I won't have to watch more wrestling. <laughs> yeah. Um so I'm excited about that Halloween Havoc is going to be good. There's some there's some good shit coming down the pike with with the main event scene and the whole nine um So yeah, that's what we'll do. We'll watch we'll review episode 8 and Halloween Havoc next week along with uh NXT tonight and then we got Isn't there another pay-per-view next week got, also? got
2: Elimination Chamber this week, man elimination chambers okay up we'll, on we'll us have real a quick
0: we'll have an elimination chamber review come out midweek sometime mid to end of the week and then uh yeah that'll be and then next week we'll just talk wcw like we don't have to talk about anything else because elimination chambers next sunday so next week's gonna be an all wcw oh, episode uh,
2: you know what view yeah. and uh, episode i think that sounds like a damn good day
0: hell yeah so, uh that's it, Marty. you got anything you want to get out you there know, before I'm gonna we give leave? a
2: shout out to Mike. You know, we, we, we made a comment. I know you're probably full down because of Jordan Gray's comment and because of Eddie Guerrero's son do you know, I wanna apologize. You know, we love you, Chaos. Uh Rick uh, you know, Pete, we love you, dog. Sorry, sorry about the Ric Flair stuff, but hey, you had a news coming. Watching Ric Flair matches, you had a know it was coming. So I, I can't apologize too much. Sorry, not sorry, but I am a little bit. So you, I got you, man. Love to uh, appreciate all y'all do for listening and following and sharing and interacting with us at all times. Um, it is always fun seeing what you guys write um, on our post and share with us in the DM. So it's always fantastic. So, um, you had, you know, it's like one of those coaching methods, bring them up, tear them down, bring them right back up.
0: <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll say what up to our boy, Robert Custis, uh, chatted with him for a minute this week uh the female demo as usual um the full press team talk Mania chaos irish whip Crossbody of work um and just everybody man appreciate all the all the interaction it's been a kind of positive week and happy valentine's day to everybody that's pretty much all we got marty so, for Marty Vasquez, I'm Chris Rucker. This has been episode 124. We got Halloween Havoc coming up next week, 95. I'm excited. We'll talk to you then. Peace. Later.
1: of the year that you're loving to hate if you fucking with the team you catch a boot to the face rebound from the boot i hit the irish whip don't be mad because we know your podcast ain't shit stop hating motherfucker you know he the man rj gonna hit you with that ringside rant and them two hard hitters repping montreal Godfathers of the crew making sure we ball if you still want to hate it's no saving ya you might get beat down, I'll talk a mania. Listen to the whole team, the cross body of work. It'll make you realize that you should have been first. And me, I cause chaos everywhere that I go. 80 proof and no less got me ready to throw. Don't step to the mic unless you want that smoke. FPC, the whole team is like a knife to your throat. Yeah.